But I mean, what a joy it is to record a podcast on election day. I know you're psyched on election day, naturally. Yeah. Oh my god, don't start with that, no. <laughs> you feeling extra patriotic today? No. You're like, you got your Kurt Angle ring gear ready, red, white, and blue with the gold yeah. medals. Let's update it and call it Chad Gable. Gable, Chad, Gable. Yeah. You got your Chad Gable gear ready? Oh, snap. <laughs> It's a CZWP, Kale Zach WrestlePod. It's the Monday Night Raw Review Show. Let's go. You know, Zach, it's election day here in the States, and uh, I figured we'd play the music from the president and CEO of WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. No chance. No chance in hell. No chance in hell is what you got. No chance. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I love how we get some uh, theme song karaoke going at the beginning of our episodes lately. Uh, I love the karaoke, man. That's uh, up my alley, you know. So you uh, care to ponder a guess at which uh, presidential candidate will be doing the Vince McMahon strut later on tonight or, you know, seven months from now when they figure out who won this damn thing? Randy Orton. Let's talk about Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. All right. Randy Orton's going <laughs> to win. I like that. It's a good year for a long shot. Yeah. Zach, if you could vote right now, who would you vote to be the WWE champion? Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Zach, what do you say we review Monday Night Raw? All right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do it. We start off with Randy Orton coming to the ring. Randy Orton comes to the ring, cuts a promo. Horses in my head. They, they talk to me. They understand. Head. They understand. Yeah, I didn't say it they right. They talk to me. Can we try that again? No, we shouldn't. And he... uh Comes out, cuts a promo about, like, he doesn't care who he faces, whether it's Roman Reigns, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, whether it's uh, The Miz or Drew McIntyre. So you get a lot of that coming out for, like, the opening promo and how he says he's the best of the best, but that's not the best word to describe him because that's just the tagline for... uh, you know, Survivor, Survivor Series, Series yeah, best yeah. of the best. Yeah, so he calls himself not the legend killer, but a legend. Yeah, now he's the legend. How about it? Makes sense. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd say he's there. Yeah, sure. I agree. And then, like, Alexa Bliss comes out at some point during that, uh, during, and has an interaction with uh, Randy Orton, and uh, she, uh, like, he's, he's <laughs> he walks around her, and he's just like, where is he? Or something like that. And uh, she's like, he could be here. And it's like, did, like she raised her hands up and then like uh, the music plays. And then like she puts her hands down, the music stops. And then there's like Drew McIntyre gives him a Claymore kick. And uh, yeah, it's sort of a swerve because instead of The Fiend, it's Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. Claymore kick. And then you have Bam. after. Yeah, and then after uh, Drew McIntyre like goes up, you have the Miz and John Morrison coming from uh, ra- like around like where uh, 
the commentary is, and then uh, yeah. it looked like he was going to cash in his money in the bank. The Miz yep. was. I like that right away because yeah. we talked about how Miz needs to cash that in pronto. So yeah. I'm glad he tried. But then he failed. because He didn't fail, but like the trying the attempt was not like attempted because you had uh, – well, I guess he failed then. But you have uh, Drew McIntyre. Well, it co- wasn't a failed attempt. Oh, you're right, right, though. right. But it was a yeah. failed – trying to ring the bell and all that, you know? Yeah, well, what happened was uh, he went like he was going to cash in. The ring announcer actually announced, Miz is cashing in the Money in the Bank contract. But then, like Miz said, the bell never rang. Right, and then... So I guess that's never an official match. And then Drew McIntyre came in to, like, intervene and, like, say you're not... Like, he took them both out and said, you're not going to win the title, I am, or whatever. Drew McIntyre basically lays down the law and says, nobody is beating... Randy Orton for the WWE championship other than him. So, uh, yeah, I guess Randy has now Drew McIntyre kind of watching over his shoulder. Drew McIntyre, the Miz. Much to the detriment of the Miz and John Morrison, it doesn't look like Drew is going to let them get too close to that title right now. So, uh, yeah, interesting open here. Yeah, like I said, I like that Miz tried to cash in right away. Yeah, not like it didn't not work like out for Otis, him. like holding the briefcase and making it like a prop and whatnot. But now we'll see how many times he tries to cash in, but doesn't really try to cash in. Right. That could get wonky too. But I yeah. thought it worked this time. Yeah, as long as they don't do it like every week. If it, I hope it's not the new Lana threw a table thing. I'd rather. Which, see, by the way, we'll get to later. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We get back and there's a. Uh, a promo with Charlie Caruso asking the Miz and John Charlie. Morrison. Yeah, Charlie! <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, calling Drew McIntyre uh, uh, petty and selfish and yeah. uh, basically saying like he needs to stop getting in, being jealous and getting in the way of the Miz. And then uh, John Morrison says, you know what? We'll just have a handicap match against... Uh, uh, against uh, Randy, I mean, sorry, against Drew McIntyre tonight. Yeah, so they set up a handicap match. Two on one. Miz and Morrison versus Drew McIntyre. That'll be later. Yep. And then we, uh, after that, we uh, have the guitar and a pole match with uh, <laughs> Elias versus Jeff Hardy. I meant to text you the rundown for the show that was they talked about on Saturday for Monday, and I was like, Guitar and a pole match, man. That's where we're at. Yeah, so random. Uh, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, guitar on a pole. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it was just an okay match uh, between Jeff Hardy and uh, Elias. And uh, Jeff Hardy got the win by smashing the guitar over Elias and then getting the pin. I thought it was just like you smash the guitar over somebody and then you... You win that way, but I guess you had to pin him too. So yeah, that was sort of random. I agree with you. I thought the point was just to smash the guitar, and uh, it wasn't one of those real easy, brittle breakaway guitars. The guitar really didn't even break. Look, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, the guitar it did. shot. Yeah, yeah. Because he jumped off the top of the rope and just like yeah. hit him in the back with it. Yeah. So obviously that's gonna leave a mark, you know. I guess so. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty much it, man. I don't know. I don't have a lot of feeling for this feud. 
I think we automatically turned off from some of this stuff with Jeff Hardy when the only course of action is that, oh, he's a junkie, he's yeah. a drunk, oh, yeah, it's like, ah. And even Samoa Joe's had a couple jokes about Jeff Hardy, you know, and that's like unlike character yeah. of like Samoa Joe, and the guy's like, hey, you might want to, yeah. Yeah, know. well, you know, the announced team, they love to, like, pipe stuff into them and tell them yeah. what to say, and yeah, that probably is one of the things but so uh i mean both these guys are good i like elias and, and jeff hardy just fine and the matches are good and but yeah it doesn't really seem like this is going anywhere and now we're already doing like you know guitar on a pole is kind of about as gimmicky as a match can get i don't know where they go from here yeah I hopefully nowhere and it's just kind of over but we'll see what happens Sure. Kind of over like after this match, and that's the women's tag team match, t- women's tag team title match between Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Sure. It all blends together with <laughs> Lana getting put through a table each week. Yeah, that you was know. ultimately the point of like all this yeah. stuff. The point of all this stuff is that their Survivor Series team isn't quite a team, or like they don't really want Lana on it. Right. Like, uh, Shayna and Nia bully Lana, and Mandy and Dana are just kind of like, oh. Okay. Bystanders, (laughs) like bystanders, you know? Pretty much. They're like, I'm glad it's not me going through the announce table every week. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of this, in typical Raw fashion, just feels very, like, filler. They just did it for the sake of doing it. I do last seven weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just mean you know this match and everything no, I get on, this, it, I get on this show. But I do appreciate that the champions won the match, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah. We can't say the same. Yeah. You know how much that drives me crazy. But yeah, at least you know Mandy and Dana didn't win on some fluky thing, and the announced team wasn't like, no, they get a champion shot because yeah. they beat the champions. Yeah. But we'll save that. Yeah. Don't think they were going to go a whole episode without doing that. <laughs> right. Not a Monday Night Raw, man. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. So anyway, on to Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. What? <laughs> oh, wait. That isn't a part of the show anymore, is it? No. I Never was mind. Like, I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> no, but I think it was the dude from the door. Yeah, but, Shane but we're not there yet. Oh, all right. No, no. I was just. I, I thought I was going to say. I was just going to say that Randy Orton cut another promo with Charlie and uh, said, like, uh, that he thinks Drew McIntyre will get a reminder sooner than later that, like, that Randy Orton's the vicious, like, the Viper and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, that the RKO is the three dangerous letters in entertainment, you know, a typical Randy Orton, like, backstage promo, you know. Yep, pretty much. They do a lot of these, man, you know. Charlie's hustling back and forth getting these interviews like every every time every segment yeah now we could talk about uh aj styles and his associate jordan yeah and uh it was just a funny segment with like having uh aj styles sheamus and uh keith lee coming out and like trying to figure out like how to make the team like you know like make uh, AJ Styles like the team captain. He wants to be the team captain. Right, He's trying yeah. to keep the guys in line, basically. And uh, everybody's like, Keith Lee's like, I am not going to like follow you in line. You know, you're not the team captain. And Sheamus agreed with uh, Keith Lee. Yep. 
saying like you're not the team captain. And they're like just because you got that big scary dude with yeah, you. Yeah, we're not scared yeah. of him. You know, <laughs> we're not scared of him because AJ has a little bit extra courage these days because he has a giant, a giant. Yeah, help you know like his associate right now, whatever it is, his friend. However, they're putting it. Yeah, it's in this particular show, but uh, a strong man associate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty funny. Definitely good work from these guys. And then they uh, they want to like Braun Strowman comes out and says yeah. that he could be and like he's the just ne- like I'm on the team. Yeah, and then he has to earn his way onto the team from uh, Pierce Postman Pierce. I just like calling him. Yeah, Postman well, Pierce. Adam Pierce comes out and says that he's had trouble finding anyone who would get in the ring with to Braun face Strowman. Braun yeah, yeah. As far as a qualifier match, because basically Braun just says I should be on the team and really I should be the captain. And he talks about his past success in Survivor right, Series, right? Of which he's had a lot. But Keith Lee and Sheamus and they're like, Oh no, we had to qualify. You got to qualify too. And we're not scared as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was that. So then AJ put the thought out of like, hey, let's have a triple threat match between Keith Lee and Sheamus and uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah, which is sweet because AJ's like setting up the match with the other guys, you know, because he might as well be the GM. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Uh, he's got the muscle with him. So, yeah, he sets that up, and he would be on the announce table, yep, which yep. was funny. AJ's good in this role he's almost like the opposite of what daniel bryan is on smackdown right now he's like helping put over other talent right in a totally different way i don't know aj's great yeah the match i thought the match was pretty good yeah yeah the guys all three can go yeah uh, totally yeah i enjoyed it and but i enjoy i really enjoyed the ending when braun Strowman won and then like uh aj was like shake hands shake hands and then like like uh Keith Lee shook hands with uh, Braun Strowman, and then you had uh, Sheamus was like, he slapped his hand, but then gave him a hug, and I was like, what? And it was just random, and then like, uh, then it all broke down because uh, Sheamus like bro kicked uh, um, uh, Braun Strowman Strowman out of the ring, and then uh, Keith Lee pushed uh, Sheamus out, and then uh, AJ Styles kicked uh, Keith Lee out. Yeah. And it was just like, and then Keith, and then AJ Styles got in, and he's like, "Why the team's <laughs> together, funny, but yeah. why?" You know, it was like, you know, it was just hilarious. How do I get through to these kids? He's having one of those kind of moments. Yeah. He's like, "Why can't we all just get along on Team Raw?" <laughs> like AJ really wants his team to be yeah. like a hunky dory team. Come on, gang. <laughs> sure. And then. We go to the Firefly Funhouse. Nice, yeah. Yeah, as Bray Wyatt and Alexa welcome everyone. To we the are fu- really glad that you're our friends. Yes. This is a friendship that, that will never, never, ever end. Never, ever end. Yeah. Ever. Never, ever <laughs> end. Like most episodes of Raw. But this is the best part, man. Yeah, he dedicates the episode the to parts. Randy Orton, RKO. and Yeah. Uh, Abby the Witch says Randy Orton could go f himself and they talk about like a money jar alexa says and uh yeah abby the witch is all pissed off because she yeah. remembers what randy did to bray and yeah. the, and the wyatt compound yeah back in the day a couple of years ago whenever that feud was 2018 17 something like that but yeah. uh yeah that was really cool you know i always love it when they tie 
those things together yeah. like that. And uh, the swear jar thing was kind of random. Yeah. She drops a couple of swears <laughs> and like the pricing goes up. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. Never but I thought really... it was hilarious a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, of course, just Alexa Bliss so good being like the fiendishly bewitched Alexa Bliss, as yeah. I think I've heard them say. And Bray is awesome, too, with his like, he got real serious at that one part where he's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, well, from the ashes of that fire, I was able to build this place. And he's like, but it's not just that simple. And he gets real serious. Good stuff from Yeah, Bray. he gets like sweaty. Was it like sweaty or his eyes were bulging out? Yeah, kind of like, all yeah. of the above. I yeah. like that part. He like, just yeah. gets like really, he sort of switches. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, he never forgets. Talking about the fiend, of course. And um, then before like they closed out the 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 segment, it was just like uh they were practicing about how she uh asked for Wyatt's help to like get like into her like, you know, craziness, you know, like Ooh, Alexa? Yeah, Alexa, yeah. 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 And so he puts the heel Yeah, the heel yeah, the glove, heel glove on, her forehead. On, on her forehead and uh so like she does like uh it just like makes her tongue like her tongue like drops down yeah or it was blood or something so, I yeah something like, that, I was that was pretty wild yeah. that was just like freaky yeah yeah uh great crazy way to end it and then bray's like oh yeah oh shit <laughs> yeah something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like damn yeah, yeah so that was a good <laughs> segment just like he basically did the ron simmons yeah damn oh, damn yeah. <laughs> damn <laughs> That was freaky, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was definitely freaky. What happened? What was the part with Huskus the pig where like Alexa was like rubbing his belly and stuff? I just she's so good already at like fitting in in the. Fun yeah, house I don't and, know. I didn't see that part. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just great stuff from Alexa and yeah. Bray and the Firefly Funhouse. Another solid segment. Another solid segment. Nia Jax with Lana, but we already talked about that. <laughs> but like, it was just a squash match, and then yeah, pretty much. put her through the table because clearly Lana's going to be the sole survivor of Survivor Series and win the whole thing. Yeah, you know, pretty so much. That'll be that, pretty but they got to set it up now for the next three weeks. You yeah. know, she's going through the announce table every week until at least Survivor Series, and then. It's going to be uh, I was gonna say World Series, WrestleMania. <laughs> it's going to be Lana's World Series for WrestleMania, the table versus Lana. Who wins, <laughs> yeah. you know? Good shout, man. <laughs> I don't Good know. shout. But uh, after that, we have the Raw Tag Team Champions, New Day, versus New Shawn Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Her business. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They don't have like a slogan or No, something. they just have good business music though. Good. good bass, you know. Yeah. Uh the her business is sick. Their whole aesthetic is really good, like the black and gold and the yeah. I'm in and stuff like that. Yeah, and business is good and this and that. Um but yeah, man, uh what was this match again? Oh, yeah. the tag the team. The tag team match. Right. For, there was uh, some a good promo before that too, where they were kinda like they went at each other for a while. I forget what all was said, but just good back and forth. It doesn't really matter. We don't need to bring up every conversation on this show. We'd be here all day. Uh, the match it was just like basically like, sorry, I know you said you didn't want to go back in, but they're making fun of Kofi for losing the title to uh, Brock Lesnar at a quick uh, time, you know? Yeah, and they were saying like, oh, you're not relevant, or we've been relevant, or Cedric Alexander isn't relevant. Yeah. You're not relevant. Yeah. They're not relevant. He's relevant. <laughs> She's not relevant. <laughs> Zach's relevant. Kale's relevant. The election is relevant. 
Sure. Oh, I, I'm Kale with a C. Hey. And I'm Zach with a Z. We're hey, relevant. Yeah, We're here. What's Welcome up? to the world's most relevant wrestling podcast. <laughs> but anyways. We like to go off the rails. Strowman Express, right off the rails, baby. Right, right. That's what happens Monday Night Raw. They're getting to that point in the night, Zach. Yeah, man. <laughs> My mind is wandering. <laughs> yeah. And watching Monday Night Football. Yep. It's closer than that game was supposed to be, Zach. You know? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. WWE, they got to really fight to pull you in sometimes. Yeah. That's Monday Night Raw, man. They're out there fighting it. But anyway, the Hurt Business, they've been fighting Retribution. And, now um, they're gonna and they want to get paid yeah. is one thing they were or talking about. Or get their about. gold, you know. The gold is yeah. the championship. So. Right. They're going to cash yeah, in and get yeah. some gold. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. But let's talk about this match because this was for the tag team title. No. No, it was, it was, it was non title. Right. And I, of course, man, sorry. Yeah, let me back up. Like, this it was, was just a like non-title, non-title match, match for yeah. a chance to later on, like down the road, have a, sure, like, a match. Because this is the part in the show where we know what happens next. Yeah, when they bring up, <laughs> hey, like Byron's like, like, there's a chance that like they can win the uh, if they beat the New Day, they can win and we can have a title match down the line. Well, thanks Great guys, we Byron know this. Impression, man. I don't know if that's no, Byron. That was but. awesome, but yeah, it's that ridiculous, and they do always make such a they point. They have to. They just have to for no reason. And it's like, oh, well, first of all, no shit. They beat the champions. They probably ought to get a shot at the title. But I just hate that that's always like, you know, it's such a lazy way of building instead of building up teams like and keeping them away from the champions. Keep your champions strong and then build up challengers to be strong. But they just try to shortcut the whole well, thing. Well, let's look at it like this. If we look at it like this, we have uh, – like the hurt business, you know, you got the hurt business took care of uh, retribution. So what you have here is their dominant team. You know, they're trying to win gold. They have Bobby Lash with the United States Championship. They are solidified as a great tag team or a great form, like a faction. Like New Day is a good faction. You know what I'm trying to say is like they deserve it to because like they, I don't know, they're just good. Yeah. But they don't have to just beat the champions to prove that they I get it, I get it, match. but they gotta like solidify that they're the team that like that's coming for the gold, you know, like yeah. if you look at it that way. I agree. They it's just too bad that they always take this shortcut. I know. They could instead could've... of like not having this match happen until it's a proper like pay per view title match. Right, right. You know, because now it's sort of like, Oh well, we know her business can win. Yeah. I'm sure New Day will win. The pr- at the, some point yeah down the line so, and it's yeah. just this is what they do every time and it's so predictable I get it. but yeah. uh yeah anyway it is what it is i won't spend too much time worrying about it right but it was uh, a good match overall. it was a good match you know everybody involved here is really talented and uh i do think they could have a great legit championship match down the road so i think we'll probably get that probably yeah. at survivor series yeah yeah Makes sense. Makes sense. What doesn't make sense is the next thing after the New Day and uh, the Hurt Business. You have Nikki Cross, who has been forgotten about, and you have her like, oh, I'm just going to like go on uh, Team Raw for the women's five-on-five, and then like, then they finally bring Nikki Cross back to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I-, I guess she didn't forget. You know, even The Fiend never forgets, so Nikki Cross never forgets. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I actually thought that it was good that they finally like yeah, so like brought addressed her back. Yeah, this yeah, because it would have been really weird to have them be on the same show and be best friends like a month ago and then 
never mentioned yeah. anything about it. So if nothing else, if they never go back to it again, at least now we've seen this segment where, you know, we saw them basically break up. I mean, we can assume that they've been not together for a long time as friends. Nikki says, you know, oh, I tried to call you and text yeah. you. You haven't responded. You know, oh, it's the fiend, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> um, but, you know, I and I like, I don't know, man. I'd like that they did this because there again, a lot of times they just don't even bother. So at least they paid yeah. off like a little bit of that. Um, and oh, it's like it's the seed being planted again for like Alexa versus Nikki or something. I think you could have that match. I just don't even think that they're gonna bother. Um, no, I get it. I think this really was just to say, like, yeah, they're totally separate now. You yeah, know, there's no more like. Alexa like she's changed because yeah. like Nikki knew her before the fiend and like they were like best friends. Like now she can just be like, you're not the Lexi. I know, you know, and, and turns her around. She's like, <laughs> yeah. 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 It was the way they set it all up where Nikki's talking. Alexis facing away from the camera, just like facing the wall. Like she was possessed. And yeah. Like, when she Alexa finally turns around, she has the contacts in. So her yeah, eyes are all white, pretty freaky looking. Of course, you know, great look for her with like the, She's just got the looks, man, like the demented, yeah. kind of crazy, twisted bliss, sure. fiendishly bewitched, however you want to say it. She does a great job with the character. So, yeah, that was a subtle little like minute-long long segment, but I'm glad they put it in there, man. They have plenty of time for this stuff on Raw. Um, Plenty of time for whatever was next. <laughs> I, I'm skipping over a bunch of stuff because... Uh... But then we go to the two-on-one handicap match against uh, The Miz and John Morrison versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, it was a long match, and uh, it was pretty good. I thought it was good for what it was. It was a good handicap match. It was like a well-worked two-on-one. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was pretty good. This was the main event of the show, right? Like, yes, it was. Yeah, huh. right on. Yeah, I mean, they make Drew look super strong, I guess, you know? Uh yeah. Sort of taking on two guys. I mean, it's Miz and Morrison, so I don't know how much. Can stock I compare? Like, them. can I compare it to like how it was like with Braun Strowman facing the Miz and Morrison, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like got that kind of feel, you know. This is a better match, though. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, I understand. I was just saying, like, it's just you yeah, know, sure. Hype. Yeah, I was just throwing that it was a hype for like Drew McIntyre to get the victory, like they were. But I guess it's not like the same. But I'm just saying it's. You can type. tell that they like Miz with the briefcase, but he's no. So far, he's like oh and two with the no briefcase. more serious about it than Otis. Really, I mean, it's pretty much still just a comedy thing. Like, oh, you guys are just gonna get killed all the time. Not that Otis was. But he put a killed. good show, and they put on like a. 15 minute 20 minute yeah show. it was a good instead match. of an otis yeah. that's like a five minute yeah, match and then I it's guess... like a couple moves a caterpillar and then like a vader bomb that's or, a good point so it's... and they really didn't want to embarrass otis like what they're doing right now and through this angle you can tell with miz and morrison they'll just like make fun of them as much as they want yeah. marry the hell out of them yeah. it doesn't really matter uh miz is kind of bulletproof anyway he can like be a joke forever and then Cash come back in, yeah. and win a intercontinental title and sure. go back to being a bad guy. Whatever, you know? But, yeah, man, uh, anyway, the point, yeah, pretty good main event, good handicap match. Drew looks really strong. Yeah. Um, I like the way they've kind of kept him in the championship and main event scene, but not really. Um, and I like 
that it gives you a reason to keep the briefcase on Miz a little bit longer and run with that because, like we talked about, he had to cash in, but now, like, Drew is going to do this thing where he's just not going to let him, basically. Yeah. So I expect to see that a few more times, just hopefully not, like, too many more times. Yeah, I agree. But we'll see what happens. But we get Drew McIntyre with the victory. Yeah. And I called this, like, in my head. I was like, after the victory was Drew McIntyre, I was like, Randy Orton RKO, and then Randy Orton comes yeah. out about out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere with it. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. So you have, like, The Miz and Morrison and Drew McIntyre, and then you have, uh, like, uh, Randy Orton holding the bell up, and then you have the fiend. He's always watching. Yeah, you with get the music, the with the laugh. <laughs> I wish you played it right now. I love that. But, yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> it's a Seth Rollins laugh that you're doing. All right. Yeah, it's the fiend. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so you had the fiend always watching, and I like that they intertwine, like connect with each other, and uh, you know have like. Four separate guys, and like Roman Reigns, sort of, kind of in the mat. Like he doesn't care about Roman Reigns if like Roman Reigns is not going to win the title. But like you have the Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. He's got to worry about. He's got the Fiend. He's got the Miz, Drew McIntyre. You know, he's got a whole helping for like people that are coming after him. Yeah, there is a lot going on in the main event scene and Raw, which is cool, man. Um it's not quite like the main event scene, the Bloodline feud on SmackDown, which is crushing it. By the way, the ad for SmackDown did look pretty good with that stuff, and then you know you throw in a Bailey and Sasha rematch for the SmackDown title. Pump for that on Friday, but yeah, Raw. Um, should we go to the grading system? Because sure. it, it went off air after. It did, the, yeah, yeah. With the laughing, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, did you have a good time? Monday Night Raw? I had a decent time. Yeah. wanted to be like a great time, but it was decent. I liked the whole aspect of uh, The Fiend again with Alexa and then adding Nikki Cross to it. Um, I do like the Hurt Business, you know, like getting a tag team win for maybe a future tag team title consideration. Uh, I like, uh, just like everybody with Randy Orton, like coming together and like, trying to take the title away from him and giving him like options, you know, so it's not just one person, it's more than one person, you know? Yeah, man. I would what about say, you? Yeah, I had a decent time as well. The highlight is definitely Bray and Alexa yeah. once again. Um, you know, from the opening segment, Alexa's interactions with Randy and then uh, you know, the Firefly Funhouse. Well, hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Raw Review. We will review more wrestling on this podcast, the CZWP. Crackle, crackle, crackle. <laughs> we can do the outro again, start over. I wish it wasn't crackling so much, honestly. But uh, I guess it's going to. Snap, crackle, pop. I'm eating cereal right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, this has been the Raw Review CZWP. We are not eating Rice Krispies right now, but apologize for the snap, crackle, pop. Anyway, it's the end of the podcast, so uh, we'll, we'll sign off. See ya. Wait. Oh. All right, just wanted to make sure you knew.
Yeah! Vince McMahon, president and CEO of Dreams Coming True. <laughs> See ya! Strutting on out of here like Vince McMahon. <laughs>